The following is a hoop bowl presentation. Disappointment, embarrassment, the brink of a collapse. However you want to label it, whatever you want to call it, this was completely unacceptable, utterly deplorable. I cannot believe the trash that I had to consume on my television this evening, watching the Lakers absolutely piss away an opportunity to advance in the playoffs as the Lakers lose by count them 30-30 points to the Phoenix Suns to go down three to two and set up a must-win game six at the Staples Center on their home floor. Welcome in. Welcome back to the Hoop Ball Lakers podcast. This is your main man, Ethan Noroff. And look, I'm just going to call it what it is. It was utterly deplorable. It was inexcusable. I know Anthony Davis is hurt. And of course, the Lakers are at a disadvantage as a result. But no matter that being the case, that is not an excuse for effort. Dennis Schroeder, you turned down $80, $84 million, $184 million, $582 million, whatever it was. It was obviously too much. 0 for 9 in this game from Dennis Schroeder. 0 for 9 in a game the Lakers had to have. The Lakers went up 5-0 quickly in this game. The Lakers then had saw the Suns tie it at 10. And after that, they played scared the rest of the way. They played like a team that was scared, that didn't want to lose, that had no confidence. Andre Drummond, sit on the bench, brother. We know why Andre Drummond was acquirable for the Lakers. Players do not become available in the buyout market if they do not have some sort of wart, even if it is solely their contract situation. But in Drummond's case, it went beyond that. And that, of course, amplified it. Now, there are things that Andre Drummond does well, but my issue with him has been well articulated on this podcast. I'm just going to state it again. I need more from him. He's 6'11", 270. He plays like he's 6'1", 150 pounds. Like I could push him around down there. I'm 5'8", 225 pounds, in case anyone's keeping score at home these days. It's utterly ridiculous to me that he is not a presence on the court. And if this is going to be the version, if he's not going to rotate on defense, if he's not going to play like he wants it, if he's not going to show the effort, if he's going to be selective in the opportunities he gets, play Marcus Saul, play Montrez Harrell. And if Anthony Davis is healthy enough, play Anthony Davis at the five in a winner go home game six. Now, if Anthony Davis is unavailable for game six, that tells you that he's obviously very, very much hurting. We know he's going to do everything he can to be out there on the court. Okay, despite the label that he gets, I understand it's frustrating and I understand it's been a history of this injury, this injury, this injury, this injury. I know it's frustrating, but the reality is, okay, this is what it is. We knew what we were signing up for. He is built a certain way. I'm not saying he's soft. I'm not saying he's injury prone. What I'm saying is he's long. He's lanky. He's strong on top. He's strong on bottom. Things happen. We see it with the style of player routinely. It's part of the gamble. But enough about Anthony Davis because he didn't even play in this game. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Okay? This is about the guys who didn't show up tonight. And I use that phrasing intentionally because there is not a single player on this team who came prepared to play. This was a failure on every level of the Lakers organization. It is a reflection of the coaching staff. It is a reflection of the players. It is the reflection of everybody's attitudes in that room and their preparedness and their will to win, their willingness. Now, the fan side in me, of course, is emotional. The analyst side in me can see that this team is fractured. The realist side of me says this team can still come together to at least force a game seven. But this is one of the reasons that personally, I said it was going to be very difficult for the Lakers to repeat this season. The competition is better. We know the schedule turnaround. And I know that there's a human side to it. These guys are tired. I understand it. But the lack of effort is absolutely inexcusable. It was abhorrent. It was not fit for a professional setting. It was an embarrassment to those Lakers fans who paid money to see them play this evening. And that is where the issue is with me. There was a true and utter breakdown on every level of this organization in terms of its preparedness. Frank Vogel, again, not flexible enough with the rotations until it didn't even matter. The Lakers and Suns played an even ball game in the second half. It didn't matter. 32 to 10 in the second quarter. Lakers went seven and a half minutes without scoring a field goal. How do you do that? Seven and a half minutes. They were not active in the paint at all. They rely on a perimeter game that does not exist. It was laughable what we watched tonight. It was laughable what the Lakers brought to the table in a game that was not obviously not do or die, but this is a huge momentum game. Even LeBron did not look like his usual self. Surprisingly, in the second half, he had a few moments, but outside of that, and outside, he did shoot 6 of 10 from the three-point line. But outside of that, minus 24 for LeBron. Scored 24, minus 24, plus minus. This, this is not the LeBron James that this Lakers team needs, especially without Anthony Davis available. Contavious Caldwell Pope, again, absolutely invisible. Departed this game early, aggravating his injury. Unlikely we'll see him in game six. Markeith Morris wound up in the starting lineup in place of AD. Played 10 whole minutes. Thank you, Frank Vogel. I do not understand it. Kyle Kuzma scored 15 points in a game the Lakers lost by 30. Okay, get your average up. Go ahead. It didn't matter. Marcus Gasol racked up 5,010 minutes. Montrez Harrell played 12 minutes. Played the entire fourth quarter. Nine points, three rebounds, three of five from the floor, three of four from the foul line. I'm not saying Montrez Harrell, but I'm is the answer, but I know that I'm saying that Andre Drummond is not. The Andre Ayton continues to do basically whatever he wants in the series. And in this particular game, he wasn't even a real factor. He didn't have to be. The Suns got whatever they wanted. 
Evan Booker, 30 points, 30 easy points. The Suns barely broke a sweat in this game. Campaign had 10 minutes or 10 points in four minutes, finished with 16 points. My financial advisor texts me and says, hey, LeBron looks like he's 40 and Campaign looks like Michael Jordan out there. What's going on? Okay, that's how clear and obvious it is to see. Shout out to you, Todd. I know, huge hoop head and wonderful financial advice. If you're looking for somebody to guide you, he doesn't even pay me to do this. If you're looking for somebody to guide you, talk to me. I'll connect you with Todd. This Lakers team, they're going to have to do some deep soul searching before game six. They're going to have to look inside themselves and determine how badly they want this. Because this is just the beginning. Just to tie this series, it's going to be a challenge, let alone to win it. And I don't know that this Lakers team has it in them. And it pains me to say that, but that's the most honest truth. I do not know that they have it within them. There is a clear difference between this year's team and last. The core talent may be the same, but the surrounding parts have changed. And more importantly, the chemistry is vastly different. I cannot believe Dennis Schroeder scored zero points in this game. One assist for Schroeder. He didn't turn the ball over. whoop de freaking do If that's the most notable part of your stat line and you didn't produce anywhere otherwise, I can't help you. You can't help me. Alex Caruso, not much better in this game, by the way. Five points on eight shots. The Lakers from the three-point line overall shot 12 of 35, which I don't even know how that's mathematically possible because I swear they were five for 112 in this game. Okay? That's what it felt like. Frank Vogel said after the game, our shooters have got to figure it out. Well, it's a great game plan. Unless Damian Lillard is suddenly going to be wearing a Lakers jersey, I don't think suddenly something's going to change in a drastic fashion. LeBron was 6 of 10 from the three-point line. On a normal night, if he takes 10 threes, he's lucky to make four. Let's say he makes three. Lakers would have been 9 of 35 in this game. Changes the whole thing. 0 of 4 from Schroeder. 1 of 5 from Kuzma. 1 of 5 from Wes Matthews. 1 of 4 from Alex Caruso. Taylor Horton Tucker suddenly saw the court in this one. Actually finished with a garbage double-double, but at least he was 1 of 2 from 3. At least he he contributed something offensively. Lakers had three players in this game who scored in double figures. Lakers had more players who played who scored zero points than players in double figures. No wonder they lost. And look, the Suns, man, the Suns are a good team. I'm not trying to take anything away from them. Monty Williams, hell of a coach. I thought the Lakers should have hired him. This is not not even a knock against Frank Vogel, but I thought the Lakers should have hired Monty Williams. Just very frustrating to watch this level of effort. I don't mind losing. Of course, I always want to win. But I can process the loss. As a person who watches the Lakers, who follows the Lakers, who wants the Lakers to succeed, I can understand and process a loss when the effort is there. When the effort is not there, it's inexcusable. And that was the case from basically halfway from the first quarter forward. And in particular, that second quarter. Just utterly embarrassing for the Lakers. They did not show up for this game. Bottom line. Bottom line. 
And I know Frank Vogel isn't a demonstrative coach, but I really hope that he delivered some strong words. LeBron James delivered some strong words. Anthony Davis, the same thing. And we're critical of themselves. And those guys too, all of them, have to look inward. This is a piece for LeBron at this point. This is a legacy piece for LeBron too. There's a storyline here. There's a narrative. Because everybody's just been waiting to say, LeBron's finally slowing down. And now with the ankle injury, the opportunity is is there. With the Lakers on the brink of elimination, the opportunity is there. Sharks are in the water. They can smell the blood. LeBron has to deliver. I thought he was going to have one of those games tonight. That's what it looked like when this game first started. And then it didn't. And the Suns were hunting LeBron on defense. They went after him. They showed no fear. Earlier in this series, I tweeted about how the Suns tried to play tough and woke the Lakers up. Well, guess what? The Suns have had a hell of a response, and the Lakers haven't had a second punch in them. You can't be Butterbean if you're facing off against Floyd Mayweather. It ain't going to work. So the Lakers have to look deep, and they got to dig real, real deep in that bag in order to come out with just a tie, let alone to move on to the second round. The competition out West is fierce, man. It's a good playoff field this year, both conferences, but in particular the West, as usual. The Lakers are going to have to be even better than they were last year to sniff the finals, let alone even the second round or the conference finals. So as the Lakers move forward, Frank Vogel's got to consider a change in the starting lineup. Andre Drummond has to sit. I would start Marcus Gasol. I would start Marcus Gasol with this first five. And I don't know that I would start Wes Matthews in place of KCP. Because like I said, KCP's done. There's no way he's coming back at this point. Just my opinion. So the natural reaction is, let's let's start uh, Wes, Wes in his spot. Well, let's start, maybe try Macklemore. Maybe even try Caruso. I'm down to get funky. And if it's not working, make subs early, make, make subs often. This is the playoffs. I don't want to hear about so-and-so who hasn't played with so-and-so. These guys are all pro basketball players. It's five on five. It's the same game everywhere you go. And if you about the moment you rise to the occasion, it's time to show up. This was an unbelievable game to watch. Hard to understand. The Lakers just failed to give a shit, basically, in this game. That's what it comes down to. I would have pulled these starters a lot earlier than Vogel did. I would have went to the other guys he hasn't gone to a lot earlier than he did. I want to see Trez over Drummond. I'm done with Drummond right now. I don't think he's bringing what he needs to bring into the series. It's not happening. It's very frustrating to watch him. He is a fundamentally, he is not a sound player. He does not have good techniques. I need more from him. But at the end of the day, this Lakers team will only go as far as LeBron and AD can carry them. And if LeBron cannot, then AD has to be healthy. And he has to be firing on all cylinders. He has to be the AD from games two and three. If you don't get that version, it's going to be a rough road for the Lakers. And it might just be coming to a halt real soon. 
Game six is on Thursday. The Lakers got to decide what it means to them. The Lakers have to decide if they have it in them to wake up, if they have it in them to fight back, and if they have it in them to force a game seven, and if they have it in them a will to win like they had last season. Or will they just be complacent? Will they just accept the status quo? Will they bail out on excuses of injury? Will they bail out with that narrative? I certainly hope not. I expect more from the men in that locker room. I expect a higher standard from those who are defending the crown. And I expect more from a team that boasts the type of on-court and off-court leadership from LeBron James and Anthony Davis, as well as a few other guys in that locker room. Over the next 48 hours, the Lakers are going to do some deep thinking. They're going to have to really work. They're going to have to really come together in order to keep their season going. No matter what, this will be an offseason that brings about a lot of change for the Lakers. So it's in their best interest to keep their season going as long as they possibly can. Because some of these guys are going to be looking for new teams. Other ones are going to be looking for new roles. And it's all going to come down to who shows up for the Lakers the rest of the way. We'll have a post-Game 6 episode for you. But until then, what an embarrassment, utter disappointment. I apologize on behalf of the entire Lakers organization that we were all subjected to what we saw in Game 5 from the Lakers. I hope to have a better Game 6 report for you, and I hope we all get to continue watching Lakers basketball. Until next time, I'm out. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.